That's right, folks. Season 2 is wrapping up today. Can you believe it? Nearly a hundred episodes of my amazing wisdom poured right into your empty brain cavities. <laughs> uh, man, I'm surprised that more phones haven't broken just from like all the awesomeness within them when you download these episodes. <laughs> anyway, today we're taking your questions. This is the season finale bonus burning question episode. That's what we're calling it. Uh, burning questions that you wanted me to answer and answer them, I will. Right after James hits it for the last time of season two. That, that was your cue. The Brad Johnson Show. Three, two, one. Ignition blast off. Welcome to the Brad Johnson Show. I'm Brad Johnson, and I'm turning losers like you into winners like me. The Brad Johnson Show, with your host, Brad Johnson. Get ready to start winning. And now your host, Brad Johnson. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Brad Johnson. Here is always with me, assistant to the host, James Kirkland. Welcome that once is again to the... Well, well, we almost... Welcome once again to the season finale of season two of the second season of the Brad Johnson Show. James, can you believe it? We are we are here. I can believe it, but most people probably can't. Yeah, that was uh, it's just absolutely incredible. So we're at the season finally, um, and wait, is fin- finally? I think it's finale. Somebody, actually, it's French. Somebody spelled that. Somebody spelled that wrong. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, this, man, I, I'm just so excited. Couldn't be more excited to answer these questions because, I mean, we got we got a ton of them from all kinds of listeners, and we're going to be shouting out some listeners, and we're going to be talking about these answers to these questions, and I, didn't, I just, I, I didn't see a better way to end season two than by me answering the questions of our loyal listeners. Of course. I think it's the best way to commemorate how far the show has come, and maybe not so much how it's improved, because that's kind of impossible, um, but it's, it's a great way to recall everything that we've, we've seen and heard so far. Yeah, exactly. It is going to be absolutely incredible. We're going to just blow the lid off this thing. Uh, I don't even, I don't even know why it has a lid probably to preserve freshness, but I'm going to help you salvage the wreckage that is your life through my tried and true answers that are guaranteed to change your life. Maybe even for the better, but before we get to this bonanza of burning questions, it's time for a word from our sponsor. All right, James, we're just going to jump right into it. I, I don't see a reason to wait any longer. Uh, the people have been patient. They've been putting in their questions this entire last week. We made a huge push on social media and just had questions pouring in from all over the, all over the globe. And uh, <clears throat> it has just been incredible and so excited to uh, bring the answers of my awesomeness to these uh, needy people. Yeah, and I mean, we, we always have questions pouring in. All over the place, but this week we especially were flooded with them, which is amazing uh, because we really wanted to make this last episode special, just like all the other ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so totally right. Yeah, they're all of them are special, uh, and this one just as much, but even more so as the same as the other ones. All right, so let's just jump right into these. I, I don't know how many we have, but uh, we're going to do whatever it takes to get through all these questions in this episode because, hey, you know, it's it's the end of the season and we just want to give you something special. So let's uh, go ahead and hit me with that first question. All right, our first one, this comes from Andrew Lassis 
our man uh, at self made sober who says, how can you find the best Instagram hashtags and green screen backgrounds? <laughs> Good old Andrew uh, is actually uh, Lasice. So um, anyway, oh, yeah, he, at self made sober, go ahead and check him out. He's uh, he was one of our past guests. Great guy. Um, you know, totally one of those entrepreneurial winners, just like me. So this this question is coming from a guy who knows his stuff, but realizes that he doesn't know his stuff as well as I know my stuff. And believe me, if there's any stuff worth knowing, it's the stuff that I know, and I do know it. So um, yeah, okay. Well, uh, what was the question again? Uh, Instagram hashtags and where can we find good green screen backgrounds? Ah, ah, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so Instagram hashtags. So what are the best ones? I think it really honestly depends somewhat, no, though not entirely, on uh, what your niche is. If you are in, uh, let's say, you know, like the, the jackedness niche, like I am, because I am jacked, even though it's not like my direct niche, still, like using the hashtag jacket or hashtag fitness or th- things like that. So you want to you wanna kind of tailor it to your audience, but at the same time, there's certain hashtags that are just always going to get you what you're looking for. And that is, obviously... Hashtag Winterly is the first one that came to my mind. Well, no, but what you're trying to get through all those is what I always say that you're trying to get through social media. Oh, is... social media is is the way to get the the um, acclima- accolades that you most desire. Exactly. So uh, that's what we're looking for. So we're going to go with hashtag Winterly. James, very nice. Uh, I like how you pulled that one out. Obvious one. Um, I would I would basically tag hashtag Brad Johnson show as well because there's so many yes. people searching for that. And that's just a little little insider tip there. Uh, if you just want to tag ad, uh, hashtag Brad Johnson show, I mean you're just your likes will blow up immediately from just that. Uh, another universal one is going to be hashtag blessed, and that is actually one yes. that uh, I think Andrew and I discussed on on that episode. Hashtag blessed is definitely yeah. a major one that you want to hit. That's a great one, and I was also. Just just thinking um, hustle and grind, uh, those two have to go together. Um, those are a great uh, power combo of hashtags. Yes. Okay. And uh, hashtag sunshine. That one, people want to, they want to yes. see some sunshine in their pictures. So it doesn't matter if it's cloudy or what, what's going on. Like just the, the sunshine of the picture being there, that's all that matters. And as far as green screen backgrounds, I want to give you a little hack here. This <laughs> works so well for me. I just bought a $3 uh, can of spray paint and uh, just use that on the walls. So that now, now that was when I was getting started. Now, obviously, <laughs> I've upgraded to a full-on studio. I've got my my uh, audio studio, but then I also got my video studio with the green screens like built in. I mean, they are high dollar. I don't I don't know how much we paid for those, but it was insane. Yeah, and the nice thing is with the spray paint is you can also spray paint objects and other things uh, that you want to be able to use as a green screen or to be able to edit out or whatever. So, like if you have a, an iPad and you want to you know change the the whatever the screen is displaying you can use that spray paint directly on the screen uh and create uh that green screen out of out of that item so the screen is green <laughs> very nice all right so that is the answer there thanks andrew so much for for sending that in people go check out his stuff he's he's at self-made sober on the instas and a uh, great podcast himself that he does have himself so there you go thanks andrew next set of questions our next question is how can you be as awesome as me <laughs> 
Did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> You'd almost think so, but it's uh, it's kind of like looking in the mirror. Uh, this is actually from uh, Chris, who who doesn't have a last name. Uh, he's the the Social Engineer Podcast. These are these are not all his questions. He just forwarded some of these in. We had a couple uh, past guests do that. Actually, they went ahead and just sent in a bunch of questions that they had gotten for me. So it was kind of them forwarding on um, some questions. So how can you be as awesome as me? Um, I think he was just going to uh, make it a joke with that one because um, obviously we know <laughs> we know who the awesome one is here. Yeah, the, that's really a pretty self-explanatory question. Uh, if you want to be as awesome as Brad, listen to the show. And if you want to be as awesome as yourself, don't change. And that wouldn't be a very good recommendation for anyone. <laughs> no, it's pretty hashtag loserly right there. Okay, so that, I uh, got that question. Next one. What does the number 42 have to do with social engineering? Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I totally know the answer it's to this pretty question. pretty obvious. Really, <laughs> yeah, obvious. I just didn't really seem like it connected with the with the theme of the show anyway yeah um yeah so this kind of goes back to the episode that we did with chris where i just kind of delved into everything i know about social engineering and he talked too a little bit but um basically what the the number 42 is it's an amazing number have you ever thought about the number 42 james i have and it's it is interesting because it's it's made of two yeah. even numbers uh, -huh. uh and then if you yeah. add them together they make another even number so exactly no matter what you do it's always a number and it's even. So yeah. that's pretty amazing. And if you minus the one from the other, you also get... Um, the other number. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like a mirror. And that is what the number 42 has to do with social engineering. Is that you, when you're social engineering somebody, have to become a mirror. And mirror their thoughts and actions and desires and wants and hairstyles. So that, uh, yeah, you can engineer them socially obviously exactly yeah, so it's, yeah it's pretty yeah, straightforward I, I feel kind of dumb answering that question because it's you know it's just like <laughs> everybody knows that but i do too obviously so that uh that's the answer to that question and i i love this next one because it's so <laughs> it just really gets into my i'm, I'm kind of a grammar nerd <laughs> i think people kind of know that after listening to the podcast by now uh totally into the, the etymology of words and stuff like that so hit me with this next one yeah, this is a great etymology question. So it says, why does fishing, SM shing, and vishing all end in ing, but impersonation does not? Hmm. <laughs> and to that, my answer is, it should, okay? The, the English language is so messed up. I mean, the fact that, like, every time I type uh, loserly into the... Uh, computer, it always puts the little red squiggly line under it. I'm like, computer, exactly. I'm a human, you're a computer. Like, who knows better than I than I do as far as what a word is? So, impersonation, I think, is actually the wrong way to say it. I would say impersonating. Or no, impersonationing. Impersonationing. That's, that's the word you're looking for right there. Are you sure it's not impersoning? No, it's just impersonationing. Yeah. Okay. Don't, yeah, I, I know this stuff. So, okay. there you go. There's the answer to that question. So, fishing. Oh, misconception. Uh, smishing and vishing and impersonationing are all very dangerous things um, that you got to watch out for as a, as a rich business owner like me. So, next question. So, uh, this is another question from uh, Chris, who doesn't have a last name, uh, who says, uh, why is Clutch the best rock band on the planet Earth? 
Uh, well, I, I think that would uh, definitely be a matter of opinion. Uh, I've heard some of their some of their music, and uh, uh, funnily enough, it's actually been when I've been listening to Chris's podcast, uh, the Social Engineer podcast, and uh, because he kind of talks a little slow, I usually speed it up. Plus, I'm you know I'm a busy guy; I don't have time to listen to a whole podcast, sure. so I speed it up. So the only time I've ever heard Clutch is when they've been at least on 2.5 speed, and sometimes at three speed. And uh, let me tell you that <laughs> that guitar work is is pretty incredible. It's at, at that kind of speed. Yeah, the the experience I've had with Clutch was with a with a six speed. Uh, so I'm not sure uh, what the difference is there, but that was just that's just from my experience. No, 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 no. James, that's different. Clutch, that's not okay. Oh. Um, anyway, uh, uh, matter yeah, matter of opinion. Um, but yeah, uh, Chris, you know if if you're that big into Clutch, I I recommend listening to them at 2.5 speed. I think you'd be even more impressed than you already are <laughs> as far as that. But I think we we all would agree though that as far as best rock band on, the, on planet Earth goes, it would probably have to be my old band that I had when I was, uh, you know, back in my band days when I was playing um, the sitar and in my band and yeah, I need to get that started back up again. <laughs> Good memories. Yeah, take back that title of best rock band. All right, so thanks again for um, uh, Chris, who doesn't have a last name. And remember, that's the Social Engineer podcast. Um, we I interviewed him. That was episode, oh, what was that? Two, was, two uh, point, uh, yeah, 221. 221, yeah. So that, that was an awesome interview. Probably one of my favorites. Go back. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. It's absolutely amazing. I totally knocked it out of the park. You know, Chris was... Um, he was on the podcast too, so go ahead and check out his podcast, uh, the Social Engineer Podcast. Good stuff. Not as good as this stuff, obviously, but you know, you do what you can. All right, next question. This comes from Mr. Richard Fader from Fort Lee, New Jersey, who says, "What can I do when the cup of awesome that is me gets full? You obviously have solved this problem, as the universe and your capacity for awesomeness are the only two things that seem infinite." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Now this is a guy that really gets. That's me, a deep I question. Um, yeah, man, Rich Richard, uh, <laughs> you know, Lord Fader. <laughs> we'll call him that. Um, yeah, this this is a fantastic question. Um, when when the cup of awesomeness within you gets full, the the waters of the cup are what are filling you. And I think that's what we really need to to realize at first here, and then once you realize that the the waters that are there. And filling you are things that could be outside of you, but they're not because they're inside you. Mm. Okay. I love it. Yeah. The other thing I would say is uh, when that cup of awesomeness gets full, um, just get a a reusable straw. Um, Of course, you know, don't get a a, a killer turtle straw, uh, but get a, a reusable straw and just just drink out that awesomeness and then you can always spray it in other people's faces too. That's a, that's a great, a great way to keep it from, from spilling over and giving away, giving it away for free. And you wouldn't believe how much they appreciate you for that and how much money they will pay you to have that awesomeness sprayed right in their face. All right. Next question. This comes from, uh, Dominic Perignon from 
San Luis Ob- Obispo, France, who says, what wow. made you decide to share your incredible Eunice with the rest of us? Mm, Dominic, man. I First of all, love the name, Dominic. That's, man, it, it makes me think of dominoes, which makes me think of just like the, the effect that things have on, on things. And I think that really goes back to why I am who I am and, wh- and what I do is there was a Dominic, <laughs> Dominic, domino effect um, on my life of just awesomeness. And it, it just hasn't stopped. And I don't think it will. So um, okay. it was just, yeah, it was just kind of that realization of like, wow, I have so much and my life is perfect. And I know most people's lives are not. And therefore, uh, you know, whatever I can do to try and pull them up by their bootstraps, whether they like it or not, like even if they're not wearing boots, like just pull them up by whatever kind of footwear they have or don't have. Like there's some barefoot people that I've pulled up by um, like the uh, their toenails. Are, I don't even know. It just happens. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of where I come from with that. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And really, it's that decision was just out of pity i think a lot of it was out of pity uh for the rest of the world and just recognizing that if you didn't speak up and share people wouldn't even know how loosely they were Mm -hmm. yep so true so true all right next question thanks again dominic for sending that in this is from jonas proffer uh from van by the river oklahoma who says other than your advice or presence what would be the perfect gift you would recommend Mm. My advice or presence are definitely, I mean, those, those are the, you just, those you are the top two the top right two there. there. <laughs> yeah, Jonas. Uh, um, yeah. So first of all, though, I would say, I hope that he has some brothers because <laughs> they would be the, the Jonas, uh, the brothers of Jonas. Anyway. Um, yeah, man, that I, again, I think this really depends on your niche. So like, let's say that you're in the golf niche, like one of the t- best gifts that you can give somebody is like get them into um, the, the pro series or something like that. I mean, it, if, if, if you're on the level that I am, it's not going to be hard to do something like that. So yeah, yeah. that would be, that would be life changing, wouldn't it? Oh, definitely. Uh, that, that would revolutionize everything about themselves. Yeah. So um, yeah, I just, it's, it's probably pretty specific, but I'd say just go big or go home. Like I'm, I'm talking like huge. So like I said, in the golf niche, just have them, you know, get them into the pro series, whatever, whatever it takes, you know, uh, if they're an entrepreneur, you know, get them a sit down lunch with Warren Buffett. I mean, some, something like something easy like that or a gas card, you know, what, whatever you got. So, all right, next, uh, question. And okay. Those, uh, we have those three questions. Those last three were submitted, forwarded onto us. Um, so they were from all those people, but then they were forwarded onto us by Todd Olson, who is awesome. Great, uh, great listener so thank you todd for sending those in great so the first one comes from sheila m who says dear brad johnson show i'm assuming you've covered this topic but somehow i missed it what is the best way to get blood stains out of a 2001 pontiac grand prix four-speed automatic thanks in advance huh uh i i think she might be confusing this show with another one i um, i think it's i think she's thinking of the um the the Brad Ronson show, uh, which is about yeah. vehicle maintenance and and uh, cleaning, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've I've never had experience with a car um, that's older than like twenty sixteen. Do they or, still? Do they allow cars or newer than nineteen seventy? 
Do they um, allow cars from 2001 to still be on the road? Jeez. <laughs> oh, come on. No, they, uh, of course they did. I mean, that's why they have classic muscle. I mean, that's, that's what I was saying. So 1970 before I've had cars there, you know, the classics, uh, that's what we're talking about. And then, you know, 2016 and newer. So I, I, I don't know about the 2001s. Um, yeah. that's, that was a sad year for, for cars in general. Um, it was also a sad year for, um, yeah, cars. For sure. All right. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I do some Googling, Sheila. I think that's probably a really good way to do it. Or, you know, if, if, if you want, like, give me a call. Let's, uh, I could consult you on that. I'm sure that's something that I could do. Next question. All right. This one says, hey, Brad, longtime listener, first time writing in. I've got a family reunion coming up in two weeks, and I'd love your advice on what career I should say I'm in. Of course, I'm working, but it's nothing they'd approve of. So, trinket dance your pants off you star okay um wow yeah so if if you're if you're yeah i i've seen this so often because people are just like on the entrepreneur path they're totally dominating totally rocking it and they've got a negative family and it's like what 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 don't you get i'm an entrepreneur like let's uh, that should settle all arguments right there uh, but it doesn't because some people are just very backwards. So if you are an entrepreneur and you're worried about, you know, what, what should you say? Um, you know, I just, I really take it a step back and just say I'm in the blank industry. So for me, I'm right. in the winning industry. That's, that's what I tell people that I don't think will understand or appreciate the entrepreneurial side of things. I'm just like, I'm in the winning industry. Um, so like James, you, uh, you would be in, um, I, I, I don't know. I'm in what the, you would... I guess I'm in the management industry, the success okay. industry. No, oh, I think that might be taken a little far, but um, yeah. So, you know, somebody, somebody like Chad Brock, he's, he's in the fitness industry. So he doesn't have to say he's an entrepreneur. Okay. That's kind of what I'm getting at here. Uh, so you want to, you want to kind of take it a step back. Um, and then, you know, if you're, if you're just doing, uh, like affiliate marketing or something, like you don't, you don't want to say that you're into marketing or into sales because that's uh, boring. That's not. Yeah, that's very boring. So I'd I'd get a little more niche on that and be like, I'm in the organic pet toy industry or something like that. Yeah, something that gives at least a perception of wealth is always a good idea. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, great question there. Next one, and I think this is going to wrap it up for our, our burning questions. So let's, let's hit this last one. I'm so, oh, man, this has been great. These questions are oh, so yeah. good. This is wonderful. Here, here it is. Hello, thanks for this great forum to get answers to the questions others wouldn't dare answer. What's the yeah, best way? Of course. What's the best way to have a photo shoot with your neighbor's pet? Also, I don't get along with the neighbor, but their Rottweiler is a gem. Her name is Bev. Thanks, Trina Johnston from On Alaska, Wisconsin. Hmm. Okay. Um. She's make up her mind. If she's in Alaska or Wisconsin, I'm not, not sure what's going on there. Now we don't get a lot um, of questions yeah, so- about Rottweilers. No, no, and uh, I'm glad she brought up pets because we we did an episode on that. I don't maybe you can look up what episode that was, James. So people can go back to it. Yeah. Um, about just monetizing your pet, and I think that's great. I mean, that's, that was actually one of the tips inside that episode was that if you don't have a pet, like chances are you've seen somebody with a pet or you know somebody who has a pet, and you can monetize their pet, and then like boom, like ah oh, man, talk about streams of income just coming in like crazy. So um yeah, I, the best way I think is going. Going to just uh, you know, I, I wouldn't call it casing, but you know, kind of just watch very closely the movements in and out of your neighbors. Find out when they're there, when they're not there. 
Um, yeah, and then you can just pop in there. Uh, I'm sure Bev would <laughs> would love to become an Instagram star. So if you kind of if you frame it to her in that respect, like I, I don't think she's gonna have a problem. Of course, yeah, they, the dog won't mind at all. And that's uh, episode two point nine: How to monetize your pet: The Five Secrets oh. with Caesar Florence. Oh yeah, Caesar. He was ah, oh, that was such a great episode. I had so much fun on that one. Man, I am just in such a good mood. Um, those th- last three questions, by the way, also forwarded into us from uh, the awesome Lisa Olson, who hey was the first female guest on the brad johnson show uh which you know absolutely incredible no 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 sexism there just didn't didn't work out beforehand but uh yeah lisa olsen awesome uh yeah so man i i'm actually gonna say james i'm gonna say it those were good questions (laughs) i think that's the first time in over 100 episodes i've been able to say that with a straight face well speaking of great questions we actually just had an even better one come in uh, from Alan Stein <laughs> Jr. A live question. This, yes. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. And from Alan Stein, no less. Alan Stein Jr. <laughs> Man, he was one of the OG interviews. Love oh, yeah. that. Doesn't get much better than this. So here's what he has to say. How do you feel about the terms thought leaders and influencers? Overplayed, pompous, or right on the money? Oh, man. That is a great question right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My man, Alan Stein Jr. <laughs> I haven't heard from him in a while. This is this is awesome. I love, I, I think it's just perfect for us to end on this. So the the term thought leader, that is that is that is a what I call like my term for it is a loaded term. And yes. uh, that's the term that I use for, for those type of terms. It's, it's there's so much packed into it, it's like it's loaded. Um, like a baked potato or a gun. And uh, so, yeah, the the term thought leader, there's so much in that right there. So you're leading thoughts, but your thoughts are also uh, the ones that are leading other thoughts. So there's there's like multiple layers of it. Um, So, yeah, I think I think thought leaders right on the money. Totally love it. Um, And I am it. I think that's that's the biggest thing. The biggest takeaway right there. Yeah, definitely. I I don't think those are overused or, or pompous or anything if it's true. It's true, and there's no reason to be ashamed of the fact that you have a huge amount of influence over other people. Yeah, because it was thought leader, and what was the other one? Uh, thought leader and um, uh, influencer. Influencer, yeah. Um, that one, that one, I do think maybe gets a tad bit overused, but just by people who aren't what they say they are. So somebody like me, exactly. who is an influencer, and like you, Alan, you know, it, man, you're you're an influencer. I see those Facebook posts just blowing up like a a volcano um yeah so i think influencer like you you influence and you lead the thoughts and you 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 influence the thoughts that you lead and if you're doing that then i don't think it's overused but for those people that aren't actually doing that when they say that they are that's when it's overused (laughs) and those people uh, yeah they need to uh yeah it's just wow yeah it's that's that's really powerful stuff and like you said, it's it's only it's only false if if you make it false. So just yeah, be an yeah. actual influencer <laughs> and you'll be right on the money. All right. So that that was amazing. Like I said, I mean, actual good questions. It it took us over 100 episodes, but you guys started to get like a feel for my expectation of quality. And man, these people came through. Ah, I love it. I love it. We couldn't get Sky on for a uh, final wellness well. However, I'm I'm still we're going to try and we're going to try and figure something out. Maybe be a little uh, little sample episode in between uh, season 2 and season 3 where we just kind of do a, a quick wellness well with Sky, but uh th- 
the burning questions. We burn them down. They we burned through them and burned them up and everything. It was yeah, and I hit them out of the park with my answers too. So I mean, there was like basically like burning baseballs flying out of the park. <laughs> Beautiful sight to see. Better than fireworks. I'm gonna I'm just gonna put that out there. Better well put. than fireworks. Well yeah. put. Oh, oh man, awesome! Thanks, guys, so much for listening to the podcast and sharing the podcast. It has been amazing. First two seasons, uh, season one was awesome. Season two got even better, which most people said it couldn't be done, but it did because I, I'm Brad Johnson. Um, so season three, like imagine, <laughs> imagine, like I said, exploding phones. Uh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing some lawsuits here in, uh, next season, uh, but well, hopefully not. But um, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. That it's going to be awesome. It's pretty clear. Yeah. No, the, uh, people people know what to expect at this point, and yet they don't. You know, we're, we're constantly throwing amazing content that's just out of the blue, and yet you've come to expect just the highest of quality and the best of, of advice and everything from this show. And we're not slowing down. So thanks, guys, so much for listening to The Brad Johnson Show. And remember, the best thing that you can do for the podcast, besides applying every single thing that you hear that I say and doing it all the time, is telling other people about the podcast. Because that is the way we grow, is word of mouth. So if you enjoy the podcast, you know, we're, we're all over on social medias. All you got to do is click that share button. All you got to do is just say, hey, listen to this podcast, or, or just steal their phone and subscribe them to it. Like, whatever it takes. Uh, because you know that this is awesome. I know that it's awesome. They don't know yet, though. Even though, like, just looking at the podcast cover art or my uh, my profile picture, they would know. So <laughs> get 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 some people to listen. That's that's how we're gonna really, you know, just grow this this podcast family of which I am the uh, the patriarch of winningness. Yeah, love it. Share it and uh, yeah, support the podcast. Go to anchor.com slash Brad Johnson Show and uh, no, support no, the James, podcast, the, James. The URL, you have it right in front of you. It's, it's anchor.fm slash brad dash johnson dash show. Dash? Gotta get the dashes in there. Man. Is there a dash at yeah, the end? Gotta, no, there's a, no in the middle between oh. the words. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Brad dash johnson dash show. Yeah. Don't want to miss. <laughs> yeah. Believe me. You don't want to miss. Uh, don't want to miss the dashes. Not pretty. All right. Thanks, guys. So much for listening. I've said that before, but I'm going to say it again because I'm just ah, so happy. Uh, yeah, we're taking a little break, but don't worry. That doesn't mean we're going to abandon you. There's still going to be episodes you're posting, so stay tuned. And season three is going to be picking up before you even know it is happening. Yep. The new season will be out before you know it. The new content will be here, but it'll just be the same old us. This just as new and fresh as as if we were new. If that makes sense. Oh, it doesn't really. But anyway, okay. Uh, yeah. End of season two. Here we are. This is it. Uh, just bask in this moment. Bask in the glory of the winningness that is me. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, should we'll we, talk to you guys next should time. Should we say ciao together? Thanks. Uh, no, that would that would be weird. All right, I'll just Thanks say Thanks for it. listening today, guys. Ciao. ciao. Thanks for listening to The Brad Johnson Show. Where every episode we bring you tips, tricks, interviews, advice, and answers to fix the mess that is your life while helping you stop being a loser and start winning in business, health, and your personal life. Show us your face, tweet us your tweets, and insta your grams at Brad Johnson Show. The Brad Johnson Show. Winners only.